Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Our special guest today is Ryan Barnhart, the Director of Workforce Development for the Highlands Economic Partnership. Ryan, it's great to have you on the program. Thank you, Dr. Bell. It's a privilege to be on here with you. Well, it's, we've got a lot to talk about and a lot of, lot of exciting things uh, going on at the Chamber and in the Highlands, so we, we'll just uh, cover some of that. But before we do, uh, some folks may not know you, so why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and where you grew up and how you got into what you're doing now. Absolutely. So um, I was born in Canton, Ohio, um, and when I was just a, a wee young lad, we moved to Staten Island, New York. Uh, my grandfather started a church in Staten Island, New York, and we moved there to, to help them and uh, with the work there. And um, then we moved to um, Tennessee, I moved to Cookville in uh, 1989, so I was a freshman in high school, so uh, I really consider myself a native Tennessean. You've been I've here a while. been here long enough, I think, and graduated from Cookville High School in, in 93 and then um, went on and got my um, my undergrad and my master's in, in public policy, so uh, uh, that's where uh, that's where I'm at. I've got a beautiful wife and, and three daughters and very proud of them. I'll bet you are, and... Well, tell us a little bit about your role in the Highlands Economic Partnership. Sure. Uh, so I have been with um, with the Chamber and the Highlands Economic Partnership since November of, of last year. I came from the state of Tennessee. I worked for the Vocational Rehabilitation Agency for several years. I actually managed the uh, Tennessee Rehabilitation Center here in Cookville, and uh, and then I, I was promoted to uh, program manager where I was uh, managing all of the centers in East Tennessee um, for uh, the Tennessee Rehabilitation Center. So um, really was able to uh, do a lot of, of good things there with them and, and understand more about workforce development. And uh, I felt like it was time for a little bit of a change. So um, came to the chamber and, and, uh, and the workforce development director there at uh, Highlands Economic Partnership. Well, I know you've got a full plate in this job uh, in the Highlands Economic Partnership. Uh, I did a lot with that group, too, a few years ago, and it's um, it's just uh, great to see all of the really good things going on. But why don't you tell um, our listeners about the partnership and then about just sort of what it's all about and what the workforce development element is all about? Absolutely. So, uh, at Highlands Economic Partnership, we really strive to be the ultimate impact vehicle. Uh, it's kind of how we put it. And the main way we do this is by improving the quality of life for our citizens. And we really feel like to improve the quality of life for our citizens, we have to provide our local businesses with the resources that they need. And in turn, they're able to um, to um, improve the quality of the, the citizens' lives through uh, well-paying jobs. And so over the next five years at Highlands Economic Partnership, we've come up with three primary initiatives uh, to carry out. First of all, uh, we're going to raise the median income level in our area to match that of the state of Tennessee. Right now, I think the median income level for our area is roughly around $45,000 and the state of Tennessee is at 55000 So we want to raise it to match uh, the state of Tennessee. In doing so, another initiative we have is we want to fill open jobs with the local talent that we have, and we want to retain that existing talent. 
Um, we don't want our, our young people to graduate from, from school and then immediately assume they have to go off somewhere else to find, uh, to find a job. So we want, to, um, we want to fill the open jobs here with local talent and retain that talent. And then finally, we'll, we want to impact around, uh, we've come up with a number of around 20,000 lives uh, through our programs over the next five-year period. So uh, we are a four-county par- uh, four partnership. Uh, Putnam County, Overton County, Jackson County, and White County uh, are the four counties that we work with. And we work very closely with workforce and economic development and the educational partners in those counties. So, um, you know, in, in trying to improve uh, the quality of life, it, it, it involves getting to know all of the different partners in these, county, in these counties. So that's what we're uh, busy doing right now. And um, uh, it's a great partnership. It's been around a while now, but these four counties in some ways are unique, and each of them uh, brings a little bit of a different mixture to the table. Uh, And yet at the same time, if we were in a bigger metropolitan area, these four counties would possibly all be part of that one metropolitan area, wouldn't they? That's correct. So that we are unique in that regard. And, and having Putnam County kind of as the hub of the Upper, Link, upper Cumberland is, is very important. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that we try to focus on. And, and as, we, um, as we sell our programs and we go out and, and talk to people about what we do, uh, we, want, we want everybody to know that we're not just focusing on one county, but all four of those counties are very important to what we do. And uh, I think that we have a great partnership with each of those counties. Well, I think you do, too. And, and I think we can count successes in each of the counties. The uh, Hydrosair, as it was originally known, the hydroponics plant in Overton County and mm-hmm. Cummins Falls in Jackson County and the Horman Cor- Corporation or Herman, if we localize it, in Sparta. And uh, my guys here in Putnam County, uh, uh, Ficosa and Portobello and SAIC, just a lot of different victories to celebrate. Oh, absolutely. And you talk about economic development. Um, over the years, uh, to bring these businesses to our local areas is so important for what we do. And to have those jobs in our area and to be able to fill those jobs with uh, local talent is just critical to what we do. And you, you mentioned Cummins Falls and how uh, we've been able to advocate for them over the years and through legislative advocacy and, and getting them to be a state park. And so, so important for tourism uh, because that's one of the major factors of economic development. That's what drives a lot of our economic development. Yeah, that's part of what the partnership's all about is it's not just jobs, but it's it's economic well-being and uh, community development. There's there are really a bunch of different legs to it, but it's it's so good to have all of that come together in in the Highlands. And if you look at um, we didn't mention Academy Sports and Outdoors, the the massive distribution center that they have here in the region, but if you look at these, they they represent different sectors of an economic workforce. So not everybody does the same thing, and that's a good thing, isn't it? It's absolutely a good thing because one of the things we strive to do at Highlands Economic Partnership is to uh, find those in-demand sectors, um, the the sectors that the labor market says right now these are these are what's popping in the area, and and that's where we want to go to and partner with these um, businesses so that we have that pipeline of talent coming to them. And so that involves a whole array of things. 
It really goes all the way into uh, our elementary schools and beginning to work with our children at a young age with something as simple as uh, what we do is the great handshake, where we go and, and shake hands with fourth graders, look them in the eye and have them look us in the eye and have a conversation with them. So that's preparing them. It might be a little thing, but it's preparing them especially Dr. Bell in this age that we live in. I know I've got three teenage daughters. It's all about technology. It's all about talking. And that's wonderful, talking through that medium. But it's also important that our young people understand what it is to hold a conversation with with each other and with their peers and with um, their supervisors as they go older and go into the workforce. They're going to have to have those relationships. So uh, we think starting that at a young age is very important. Those interpersonal skills are just vital, whether it's the team building that's going on in the workplace. Uh, You just don't work as an individual anymore. You work as a team member in a a lot of different environments. That's exactly right. And and sadly, we see some of that falling off uh, in, in this day and age. And we want to step in and kind of fill in the gap and and help our young people to understand the importance of it, like you said. Well, and I know um, we've talked about some of the companies that have come in recently, but companies look for and are impressed by a region that uh, is thinking about workforce development and and they look for certain kind of skills, don't they? Oh, they absolutely do. And and we want to be able to have those individuals that can fill those positions in our in our region. That's why the education side of thing is is so very important and working so closely with the school systems as uh, as those young people come through the system and then they go on to uh, post secondary and uh, and those pathways uh, are are critical uh, that we're we're there. And and right now we're kind of we're in, in such a u- unique time right now um, and, and speaking to kind of how Highlands Economic Partnership can, can show a return on impact in our community because right now everything is about workforce. That's, that's all we're hearing right now, Dr. Bell, is as we go out and make existing industry visits. It's just, you know, my, my heart is pain for our employers right now because it's a struggle to find a workforce. It is, and it's true nationwide. It it's is. not just here locally, but uh, we have seen partly as a result of COVID, but partly just uh, it's a changing time. But there's been a profound change in the American workforce and in the in the Highlands workforce, hasn't there? Absolutely. Yes, sir. I mean, it's it's a unique time we're living in right now. Um, over the past several months, our unemployment numbers have been at an all-time low, but yet we still have uh, an astronomical number of jobs that are available. So, again, as I mentioned, kind of the struggles of our employers to fill their workforce really is priority number one for us right now. So even on the economic development side of things, we're being very – um, we're, we're, we're being, we're able to be very picky or choosy, however you want to say as, um, as we move forward in that, because we want to take care of our existing industry that are here right now. Um, they are, they're really our, our priority number one for us. So, uh, those are the things that we're really uh, emphasizing right now. And that's, uh, that's, just vital to our future. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that existing industry and some of the, uh, the tools and skills you're building 
for them. This is Local Matters. We'll take a quick break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Well, welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Ryan Barnhart, and we're talking about the Highlands Economic Partnership, particularly about workforce development in that uh, in that partnership strategy. And Ryan, right before the break, we were talking about existing industry and and um, some of the challenges that are there. We're in a very low unemployment situation, and yet there are job needs everywhere, aren't there? That's exactly right. And you know, I think you mentioned obviously COVID has had an impact. Um, we can't underestimate the impact that COVID has had over the last few years. And but it's it's also uh, it's given us ability to kind of look at things from a new perspective. So right now, for example. Uh, a lot of a lot of businesses are doing a lot of work from home. They're doing a lot of remote work. They're doing things in a in a different way than what we've been used to uh, over the years. So it's allowed them to have some flexibility with their with their scheduling, um, with things of that nature. And right now, it really is an employee uh, market. They're able to kind of go in and say, you know, hey, I, this is what I'd kind of like. And and businesses are being more flexible than ever. And, and they're working with them because uh, what we don't want, Dr. Bell, is we don't want our businesses and our industries cannibalizing one another. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody is at a competitive wage and we really have seen, this has been very encouraging, over the last several months, we've seen our, our industries raising those wages uh, to where they were at one time. They're raising them quite significantly uh, and bringing these individuals in at a much higher rate. And that is kind of working towards that goal that we've set to raise that median income level. So we're seeing some success there. Uh, and we hope to see even more success as we go. But one of the really interesting things we're finding, though, is um, and this is, I guess, a little bit of a of a new way of thinking is that a lot of employees are not necessarily uh, the money isn't always number one concern for That's them. That's interesting, isn't it? Yes, sir. Money is not the driver. It's not. They like that flexibility. They like kind of a. Uh, being able to to uh, set their own schedules and and do things of that nature, and again, uh, we're seeing a lot of employers that are kind of saying, "Hey, you know, we're going to have to get on board with this to some degree, and and work with our employees to keep those quality employees there." And you know, one of the things that the um, the K twelve environment experienced during the pandemic, uh, when they had to go to remote learning, they had to go to some degree of isolation, it allowed the young folks to get some pretty deep experience in 
doing screens from home and even working in teams in a home environment, didn't it? Absolutely. And I mean, we live in a virtual world. You know, I, I was talking about technology earlier and I didn't mean to sound like I was against it. You know, it's, it's not a get off my lawn type of thing or anything like that. I'm I'm all for that. Um, and I think it's good that they were able to experience that. Uh, but I think we have to have the the best of both worlds. I think we have to make sure, as you said, they they have those interpersonal skills where they're able to have those conversations and and know what it takes to have those conversations. But at the same time, um, you know, my three teenage daughters can show me a lot of things about computers and phones that I had no idea about. So they, I think they are kind of getting the best of both worlds right now. Yeah, there is some value to that. Well, speaking of, of both worlds, let's talk about at least four different worlds. Uh, the Highlands Economic Partnership has some, some particular strategic interest in what you referred to as pathways a while ago. And they truly are focus areas that are going to help us sort of reinvent the Upper Cumberland to a degree. But one of those pathways is advanced manufacturing. Uh, originally, it was called pre-engineering. Mm-hmm. But um, advanced manufacturing, then healthcare, then information technology, and the most recent one, education, focusing on teacher education. All those are important pathways for the Upper Cumberland, aren't they? Absolutely critical, Dr. Bell. And, you know, you look at those four that you mentioned, and we've we've also added construction to that as well. So we have all those five special focus areas right now. And, and you look at healthcare and education uh, right now, and, and they're kind of struggling to have the employees right now that they need. Uh, and, and again, uh, God bless each one of those individuals that that worked in healthcare through the pandemic and still continue to do that, as well as the education field. I know that has a lot of difficulties that you know that a lot of folks just don't understand. So we want them to understand that healthcare and education is still such crucial, vital uh, fields for our young people to go into. I mean, we can't make it without people going into those fields. Absolutely right. So. We are. And there are teacher education jobs available in about every county in the United States right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's that's true as well in the healthcare field. So um, we need to continue to do all we can to show the importance of these uh, pathways to our young people that have that interest. And and I think that's one of the keys is is gauging that interest at the younger ages to see uh, what they would like to do when they get out of school. And to just really foster those relationships. And and I think the high schools and and even the elementary schools are doing a fantastic job with that. And we want to talk some more about that partnership with the high schools and the elementary schools and also the technology centers and the community colleges and and the universities. It's all part of – we keep using this term pathway. It's sort of like an interstate highway. You get on it, but every now and then there's some (laughs) off-ramps. Or you might go get some more education, or you might take a different road to the career. A lot of different pathways available. Yes, sir. And I think we need to be um, positive, and we need to encourage our young people whatever pathway they're looking to take, Uh, whether they go on to a TCAT, whether they go on to a a community college or a four-year university, or whether some folks, it's just right for them to go directly into the workforce. We have to make sure they're prepared to do that as well. And a lot of that is, is are the soft skills that we've been talking about. All those are important. And 
I I vaguely remember my high school experience, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had a vision for being an astronaut, but yes, that wasn't anything like where my career actually took me. And that's true with our high school students today. A lot of them, we're just trying to give them skills for life that that's are right. going to take them whichever path they end up going on. Absolutely. Very well said, because I was the same way when I was in school. had no idea what I wanted to do when I got out. Uh, wound up, um, I've, been a, I've been a local minister for the last 20-plus years, so I've been doing a lot of community development that way. Uh, so there, there are just different pathways that, uh, that we're all working together for the same thing to better our community. And I just think we have to encourage our young people because, again— um, you know, this has been hard on them the last few years. I know that with children of my own, um, and and we've all gone through it. But when you're young and you don't always have that ability to cope with things the same way uh, that we do, it's it's hard. So we have to continue to encourage them and be positive mentors in their lives. And I think uh, as a minister, you've probably said the body has many parts a few times. That's right. And uh, that's, right. that's certainly true. From an education side, all those parts are important. It doesn't matter which one the the individual plays. Yes, sir. You're you're exactly right. So uh, at Highlands, we're just continuing to do that to develop leaders. I want to tell you really quickly about some of the leadership programs that we've got. Yeah, we're going to take a quick okay. break and then come back and and we'll spend a bunch of time on those those leadership programs. Uh, and and we're also going to talk about some of your partners and come back and talk a little bit more about them. This is Local Matters. Uh, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking about education matters today, and we're talking to Ryan Barnhart. Ryan, we, we were talking about the Highlands Partnership, and uh, you've mentioned something called the Highlands Training Center. Let's talk about that great new initiative. Oh, I'd love to do that, Dr. Bell. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, this, is, this is very near and dear to my heart because I'm actually going to be transitioning from the role of the Workforce uh, Development Director to the Executive Director of the Highlands Training Center. Um, let me tell you a little bit about what it is. It's a nonprofit institution that will offer um, all vocational, motivational programs to individuals, namely on, on government assistance. And the purpose of this training center is to educate low-income families and other targeted populations on core competencies. We've been talking a lot about those, right? And we want to teach them work ethic. We want to teach them what it, what it looks like to work with a team, to be that vital part of that team. We want to teach them all of these essential soft skills, um, resume building, um, and all of these things that we want to work with them. And, and the very exciting thing that we have through the Highlands Training Center is we are an accredited, uh, we are an accredited nonprofit institution, one of only six in the state of Tennessee that we will be able to offer after a 32-hour course for these uh, individuals on government assistance and other targeted populations. They come through those that course. We will be able to offer them an accreditation, a certificate that they will then in turn be able to take to our local employers that partner with the Highlands Economic Partnership, and they'll be able to get a higher starting wage. So again, that goes back to what we've been talking about in raising that median income level uh, for, our, for our individuals and, and raising their quality of life 
uh, in our community. So we are we are so excited. The the curriculum that we've come up with is called the Aim High curriculum, and it'll be marketed as a certificate of foundational life principles that focus on things like emotional intelligence, foundational team communication competencies, and professional development. Uh, so the goal of this certification is to motivate these individuals to uh, to bring pro- prosperity in all areas of their lives. So, that's, so it it really has a number of initiatives inside it, but the most important one is helping that individual uh, to get a leg up on a new career and sort of a new start in in life. And uh, boy, it sounds like the topics in the academy are just or in the training center are just just right on target. Well, we're really excited about it. It's got a November 1st opening opening date. I uh, just secured a location for us. So this is happening very, very quickly. But uh, it's it's one of the biggest things, I think, to come through the Highlands Economic Partnership in a, in a long, long time. So, yes, sir, it's going to be getting them a leg up, helping them understand the importance and the value of, of being a vital part of our community, and whether that be through work or family or, or relationships, however that may be, uh, we want them to understand that they do matter in our community. They certainly do. And you used a term that some listeners may not be familiar with, but it's, it's a term in workforce development that's used a lot, and that term is emotional intelligence. So tell us a little bit more about just sort of the kind of things that go on from an emotional intelligence perspective. Absolutely. So one of the one of the key components of the training center is we're going to be doing a strength-based assessment with them and as we bring these individuals through to understand who they are um, and to understand their strengths and to understand the route that they should be on and the road that would make life easier for them to be on to bring them uh, sadly uh, so much with with individuals that are low income families it's it's just a generational thing um and and children watch their parents and they watch their grandparents struggle with the same things don't have a lot of role models they sometimes don't. that's that's correct sir and and we want to help them to understand that they have the value in 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 our community as much as any other individual and we want to bring that out in them and show them that they do matter and they have strengths in their lives and they can take those strengths into the workforce and be such a critical part of uh, of uh, the workforce and getting along with others and and knowing how to work with others is just a big part of that. So it's it really is it's positive and it's lifting them up. And and that's um, that can be not just career changing but but life changing for them oh, in yes, in so many different ways. Well, you uh, you obviously have you mentioned. Uh, business partners that are part of this. So when they complete this program, they've got a certificate that they can take to some companies, and it means something, doesn't it? Absolutely. And and another key part of the Highlands Training Center is we're actually going to do some onboarding within uh, the training center for these local companies to where when we bring these individuals to our local businesses and say, look what they've got here, look what they've accomplished. Plus, we've already been able to do some onboarding for you and to get them ready to come right in and just be uh, an important piece of, of what they're doing there. 
uh, that really is a that's a win-win, right? It's a benefit for our companies because then they're not having to spend a whole lot of time or money on them that it, it traditionally takes. And what what's really difficult is when you do that and then some people just walk out the door the next day and never come back. Uh, people don't really realize how expensive onboarding can be. So we're going to help in that to where we're bringing them these individuals that are ready to stay and, and be uh, profitable workers for them. And that is so great. That is so great. Uh, let's talk a little bit about chemical dependency, about uh, some of the issues in onboarding that companies find uh, when what appears to be a really talented member joins them. And then three days later, they go through a random drug test and, and things go south. Absolutely. And so we're going to, again, we're going to work with our, our businesses toward that end to help them to understand, you know, some of these instances is going to be very individualized. We're going to have to work with these individuals to help them to understand that they have to follow these rules and regulations and stay, uh, stay clean. And we're going to be working with recovery to work individuals. Uh, and so there's a there's a lot of different targeted populations that we're going to help. And, and once they see the benefit of what it is to work and hold a full time job and to be able to provide for their families and to kind of break that cycle of generational poverty, um, we feel like that's going to be an impact to them. And again, I keep saying it's a win win because our businesses, this is a group that we're not even counting on on employment numbers so this is almost like a, a whole completely a brand new group that we can bring in to fill a lot of these positions in our community. Yeah, there are a lot of folks who um, can add a great deal to a given workplace that just aren't being counted right now in the unemployment numbers. And hopefully uh, this program can um, can really help us move forward. And if you're going to make that quantum leap of almost ten thousand dollars in uh, in average wage scale, there's got to be some significant change, doesn't there? That's correct. That's correct. And so it really is a it's a it's an issue of working closely with the employers, and I say educating employers and 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 helping them to understand you know what it what it takes to make sure that they're doing their part. Uh, but there's also a lot of barriers to overcome there, and so that's where Highlands Economic Partnership can step in and 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 help well it's a journey not a destination we've got a long uh long pathway ahead uh one of the components in that pathway is something uh you've developed called highlands career fest talk a little bit about the career fest so the highlands career fest will provide a platform to connect a labor force to our four county employers unlike anything that we've ever seen uh in our area uh, Career Fest will be a one-stop shop for anyone who is interested in relocating to our area for employment. Um, and we want to leverage cutting-edge technology to do this. So there will be an opportunity for any individual around the world to stop in, whether in person or, or virtual, to our Career Fest. So uh, we want them to see what our region offers for employment and quality of life because uh, we think it has a lot to offer. So we're very excited about Career Fest, and that'll be in, in November as well, and there'll be more information coming out on that. And once you have um, uh, launched Career Fest, it, it sounds to me like there's some great opportunity to make part of it virtual and have it there almost 
on demand on whenever demand. somebody's coming in. That's correct. That's what we want for them to be able to have that option because we've talked a lot about the technology piece, and right now that is so crucial for us. So having that option to do almost the very same thing as you can do in person right there at your computer because you may not be in Putnam County at the time. You may be you know, halfway across the country and see that there are openings in our county right. and in our area. So um, a lot of unique opportunities ahead for us. Well, that sounds super. And I know it, for a long time now, the Highlands uh, Partnership has reached down into the school system. And one of the ways they reach down is something called the eighth grade career fair that's going to be coming up soon, too. So tell us about the eighth grade fair. Absolutely. And and again, that's a that's another um, that's another way that we're kind of trying to look at bring a, a totally unique technology application to our career exploration with the eighth grade career fair. So we'll be using, again, that in-person and virtual learning opportunities to to reach our eighth graders across the entire Upper Cumberland. What we're looking to do is we want to encourage their their potential career stimulation in all different industry sectors. And so we're going to provide them with as many opportunities as they can. So kind of give that, again, you and I talked about we didn't really know what we wanted to do in school. But now we're looking back at eighth graders. I sure didn't know what I wanted to do when I was in eighth grade. But now we're putting options on the table. We're, we're, we're giving them opportunities to explore those careers and those career pathways as they move into the, their high school careers and, and see what they want to do. So uh, that's coming up in November as well. We've got a busy November, November's Dr. November's going to be busy. <laughs> yes, sir. With the launch of Highlands Training Center, Career Fest, and the 8th grade career fair. But just working with our education partners and bringing as many employer partners to the table as well. Well, Ryan, you've just got a, 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 a work plate full of things to do, and uh, I congratulate you on all the good things you're doing, and congratulate you on the, on the new move. This uh, Highlands Training Center sounds, um, sounds exciting, and I thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Dr. Bell, Dr. Bell. and I want to say I can't, I'm certainly not doing this alone. I'm surrounded by a great team with Amy New and Adam Poe and the team at Highlands. Uh, just tremendous people to work with. A great group, no question. Yes, Thanks sir. again for being with us. Thank you.